What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Leaving the Comfort Zone. Thank you guys for tuning in. Before we get started, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. Don't forget to leave your reviews and comment. You can also follow us on Instagram at underscore Leaving the Comfort Zone. If you guys want to show some love and cop some gear, you can catch us at LeavingTheComfortZone.store. With that being said, let's get into this. It's your host, Richard Rodriguez, with co-host Hector Marmot. What up? Bro, let's just get right into it. Um, I was just, it's been heavy on my on my heart, and I just wanted to pick your brain on it a little bit today. But just strengthening the mind, man. I know I know you're currently actively doing some things right now. What are, what are you, um, outside of what we talked about, what are you actively doing right now to stay sharp um, during these times? And, and, and what practices or maybe, I guess, rituals or habits are you creating right now to constantly be developing, I guess, your mentality right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, first, I, I kind of want to acknowledge, like, with everything that's going on, one, I don't think anyone expected it, but but two, I think we got to respect and acknowledge the fact that it has disrupted our flow, right? So, like, in, in January or, or from January to March or whatever momentum I built from there in whatever area of my life, um, this has definitely disrupted that. So, I just want to acknowledge the fact that one, this has definitely messed up the momentum. So I nice. think a good place to pick that back up is to make sure that your mindset is right and then you're focusing on strengthening that so that you can <clears throat> so that you can move forward properly. But as far as what I'm doing, um, I've definitely been on like a weird, a weird kick. Um, I started a book. It's called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. But um it, it goes I think in that's a good one. That's a good one. No, it's a phenomenal read. I, I recommend that to anybody as far as if you like if you like reading things that take you into a different story that you can pick other people's mindsets from. It's definitely a good book. Um, it talks about kind of the psychology behind a prisoner's perspective of the Holocaust and the concentration camps. Um, and then another thing um, that's been providing, I guess, value to me is um, I've also been, I guess, consuming like video content on a show that was based on like the history of the United States and kind of the mentality that kind of created the, the, the revolution that made us break away from, from Britain. So to me, I've been feeding that to myself because it's been, it's been strengthening my mind to see these people succeed in way worse times and, and through way just times that I can't even picture myself in and, and picking what I can from their mindsets. But I know that's like, that's like a weird small niche for somebody, for somebody to get into, but uh, what, what are you doing? Cause I feel like it's a lot more uh, for lack of better terms, normal. Than what somebody <laughs> else would do. Yeah, bro. It's not out of the ordinary. I mean, people watch documentaries, they read books and stuff like that. Um, for you, for me, knowing you, that doesn't sound too far off. You get into these rabbit holes, but as of for me, bro, I've been, I've been on some, on some different shit too. It's like, um, the conversation first started with my roommate, uh, shout out to Chris. It was like, um, intermittent fasting. So I I hope I'm saying that right. Sometimes I trip up on that word. Um, but basically you, you hold yourself back from eating your normal amounts of food. Um, that could be, let's say you have a 24-hour day, right? Um, that could be a 24. So let's say 
um, for four hours in the day, you might eat and 20 hours you might not eat, or you can eat for 20 hours and not eat for four. Um, us as humans, as normal, again, I'm not a super, I'm not super in debt into this, but us as humans normally don't realize how often we eat um, in a day. So the conversation started around, yo, let's start like a 16A, which means um, for 16 hours of that 24 hours, we won't eat. But for the eight hours, we'll eat whatever, not whatever you want. You still want to eat healthy, but you only have an eight hour window to eat. So those 16 hours, that's sleep included. And then you're up for, let's say, another eight hours of the day. For a person like me, bro, I might not look like it, but I eat a disgusting amount of food. I love food. I Whatever it is, the food around me, whatever it is, I'm probably going to taste it. Um, I'm a big food person. So it was a challenge, bro. I mean, it was it was definitely a way to – we do little weird stuff like that to challenge us. We were probably the, – the quarantine has, has us a little bit creative and bored. Um, so we're like, yo, let's try it. Um, so we did a 16-8. It was kind of easy, honestly. It was just more like eliminating breakfast for the day. So we're like, yo, let's just try something else. So we jumped into, which was extremely hard, I'm not going to front, a 24-hour water fast. Now, that's literally how it sounds, which is only water. Um, you're not eating anything for 24 hours. You're not drinking anything outside of just water um, for that 24-hour period. I've already uh, mentally passed out. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, bro, you want to talk about a mental challenge? I and I, it was, it's tough. Uh, your your moods change. Um, your thoughts are a little bit up and down. Um, for me personally, I, I noticed I was a little bit more on the edgy side or like people call it like a short fuse where like anything ticks you off. Hangry. Hangry is probably <laughs> Sure, bro. It's crazy how your, how your body changes, how your mind changes. So I want to do that to prove to myself that I can kind of do whatever I put my mind to. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's one of the things that I did. I've done it a couple times now. My roommate has gone up to forty eight hours. I've I've the best I've done so far is forty eight hours um, liquid fast. So I do smoothies, um, which is a pretty pretty thick and pretty full, but um, no solids, right? No pastas, no rices, no chicken, no meats, no nothing. Just pretty much liquids. Um, and that shit was hard as well. But it showed how do, how me, do you bro, feel? So, sorry to interrupt you. No, how do you good. feel um, after? And not not. I guess you could hit on a little bit physically wise, but more so, how do you feel mentally after that? Knowing that you you disciplined yourself for that specific amount of time, like like so, what are you gaining? What are you gaining personally? So not only is it actually scientifically proven to be a very big health gain so like your metabolism improves a little bit and, and, it, and it, it quickens up so meaning you start burning more fat after a certain period um, but mentally for me it was more of like a a relief almost to like I really can do this or like wow every time I listen to my mind say yo go grab a snack or yo pause whatever you're doing you're hungry um I don't always have to listen to that voice if I'm truly focused on a certain task at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. To some people that might sound crazy, like, yo, you're, you're probably working remotely right now during these times. Why can't you just go to your kitchen real quick? But sometimes if you're doing some type of work and, and you do take that break, that shit goes on a spiral to something else and you completely lose focus, right? Mm -hmm. um, so mentally for me, what it just showed me was if you truly, truly 
I guess, focus on something, your body is way more powerful and your mind is way more powerful than you could ever imagine. Yeah. I know that's a long rant as opposed to the intermittent fasting, bro, but I've definitely gotten a lot, a lot stronger mentally from it. So I recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you have, um, cause I look at that and I'm like, you know, if I put myself through that, I feel like that would really give me a grasp on, on controlling impulses. Mm. Right. Because like, I'm like, all right, well, if I was going through that, anytime I walked in my kitchen, like I would, <laughs> I would hear a voice saying, you know, just grab this, grab, you know, like, like, I feel like during that time, you probably have, you're at war with your mind. Obviously it's going to be easier the more you do it, but every time you walk past the kitchen or you just think of something or you go, you, you might start dreaming about food. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where your mind is at, but. I just feel like that would give me a really strong grasp it, on those it, it, it would, it would, but we're so human and imperfect that I'm, I still like, today's a good example. Like I passed the kitchen and I would grab pretzels or whatever. It's like, even though I did it a couple of times, it's still like you said it, you hit it on the nose. It's a war mentally. And I know we're mm-hmm. just talking about food, but bro, mentally there's wars going on in each and every one of us in multiple areas it's not just food it's not just it's other things it's emotions your emotion your emotional intelligence how um so you constantly got to be putting yourself not necessarily in uncomfortable situations purposely but you gotta you gotta challenge yourself a little bit to not just go with the flow or give in to these temptations or these or these things that you mentioned earlier it's like yo challenge yourself to 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 go against the grain like become a little bit mentally tougher because these little things that might seem very um, small actually end up affecting your characteristics and your habits on a greater scale. I don't know if that makes sense. No, no, it definitely does. Do you, do you feel like it's also mentally building yourself to see past certain circumstances? So like maybe, maybe this mental training that you're doing with intermittent fasting could possibly help you down the road because it made you mentally stronger where now maybe if you're in a certain circumstance as far as a struggle or something do you think do you think what you've done during intermittent fasting can be used to help you like I guess down the road in a certain situation mentally a hundred percent I think every every time you take that chance to I guess, overcome an obstacle or go through a challenge, even though you might forget it down the road, it's always going to help you in the future. So like, let's say this current situation that we're in right now, we never saw ourselves, as you mentioned earlier, um, being in this coronavirus situation. Obviously, things are starting to open up a little bit, but it sounds like from what we heard about today, California is going on three months. New York doesn't seem like it's going to open up anytime soon. we're all in a place right now where mentally we didn't see this coming, but if we can, if we can daily or weekly or monthly improve our mentality um, to where we, we get stronger and we build that mental endurance, I would say is a better word instead of building that Mm -hmm. mental toughness, the endurance part, because um, you don't want to get tired of, of, of constantly, winning those wars you know what i mean you want to build that endurance up to where regardless of the situation that's happening around you 
you're mm-hmm. able to see a better outcome, whether it's going to be in a couple of days, a couple of weeks, or in a couple of months, as like we're in right now. Um, once yeah. you build that, and I know it's a it's a long winded answer, but that that um, how do you say it? I guess that mentality that you have at the moment will allow you to see a brighter future for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny because um, at least at least what popped up into my head that I think. Um, maybe an analogy that people have like played sports or even witness other people play sports could relate to. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what, if, if you're skilled in one sport and you know you're better than your age group and you specifically just play in your age group, you're never going to get better. So it's like, I know, I know you probably have, I know I have when I was 15, 16, I was playing with 18 year olds. Fact. Right. You know, you're putting yourself in that challenging environment and that's what's and that's what's going to to develop you. And and even with what you said, bringing it back to, um, I guess, the current times and everything that's going on. You said you said uh, California could be another three months on lockdown and stuff like that. <clears throat> it's super hard during these times to envision envision the future or really try to get clear on what that's going to look like and if it's going to be better and all this other stuff because we truly don't know how and if this is going to end or if we're just going to incorporate it into our new lives and stuff like that so i know like with with us not knowing the end of what's going on it just makes it really hard to to envision those better times which is which is and now like saying that um kind of goes back to me with this weird kick of like what I'm consuming because I noticed that for me one of my challenges is not most it's not like logical and reasonable thinking but sometimes it's perspective Mm. right so for me like during these times where you're doing an intermittent fast to maybe work on discipline or whatever you're trying to get from that for me I know that my link isn't the logical reasoning behind things, but sometimes it's, it's putting my own perspective in check. So I'm where you're testing your body and your mind. I'm testing my mind to seeing these other, I guess, for, for the book that I'm reading, seeing a horrible situation as far as somebody going through a concentration camp and how, how their mental perspective in that camp either cause them to mentally and physically decay or their mental perspective gave them faith and hope to carry them throughout the duration of the camp. So I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. The fact that like you're in tune with yourself. So you're challenging yourself in a way that, that is, is very specific towards mm -hmm. yourself. And then I'm doing the same thing on a totally different spectrum, but we're both getting the same results. No, facts. And and the way you said it, how we don't know how this thing is going to end, right? But somehow we have to see and envision better times that are coming up later on. I think a, a better way to, that I would say it or that I think about it is having that confidence because you've mentally prepared yourself for any situation kind of um, where you know that the outcome is going to be positive right so you got to have you said that faith and having that that i guess you kind of the spirituality or whatever 
um, you, the way you gain faith is by being prepared is, is by constantly taking actions towards um, impacting your, your present. So in order mm -hmm. to have better times later on down the road, it's because you're actively trying to get better somewhere, which right now we're talking about mentally, which is the most important thing in our bodies is our mentality is our brain because that affects everything else. If you're yeah. constantly on a daily basis, creating better habits, building that mental endurance, sometimes you don't even think about all the negatives that could happen during this current time or the future. You're just thinking about positive outcomes because you're constantly working on yourself. Yeah, because again, even even after um, this disruption of momentum, you're you're already thinking of how can I how can I hop back on uh, how can I hop back on the treadmill, right? right? Like how can I how can I now that things have stopped? Okay, now I understand it. Corona, Corona's here. All right, now how can I start creating momentum and keep it going again? And that's that's super that's super important, bro. Because if what's easier now when things are disrupted and your momentum has been ended is like, it's so easy to, to be stagnant. Right. And if you let yourself, if you let yourself get stagnant by lack of clarity of future goals, you know, your mind is, is also going to become stagnant as well. And I feel like when the mind comes stagnant, it's kind of natural for your mind to be busy with the past, right? So if you don't want to accept that times are the way that they are, it might be if you're if you're not aware or maybe just start paying attention to where your thoughts go and now you're thinking of well, dang, it was way better before this mm -hmm. or dang, before this I can go here or dang, I miss being with, you know, my friends at the club or where, wherever you went. Right. So like, <clears throat> so when I feel like when you just start going down that path now, now, now it just went from your momentum being disrupted to your momentum going in the opposite direction. Right. W without even knowing. No, I, I agree, bro. I think it's definitely dangerous um, to, to be in that past. How you mentioned like, oh, I was better back in the day or it was better um, before this thing happened because it, it kind of gives you, it, it, it's like a smoke screen, right? It, it blocks you from, from appreciating or adapting to what's currently going on. Um, you said earlier, hoping for a better tomorrow or looking into the future in a positive way. Um, I would want to ask you, do you, we know it's, it's not the best practice to look into the past, um, but is it the best practice to look into the future? Do you think it's it's healthier that way than to be as opposed to, because some people might say, I like being in the present. I don't, um, but right now during these times, it's hard to be in the present, but what would you recommend? Dang. Um, like what works for you? Not even recommend because everybody's different, but what works for, for Hector? Like, do you constantly um, think about the future? Are you more worried about completely locking in on the present? Where are you at? I, I think it's it's a mixture and I feel like for everybody it's going to be a delicate balance of knowing right. what you can handle right because I think um, I think the past is a great tool to be used for reference mm. right so let's say you like you made a mistake in the past and now you come across a, a, a similar situation then I think it's best to use the past as, as something to, I guess, 
for lack of better terms, like check yourself, but just as a reference, like, you know, oh, what I do in the past, did that work? Yeah. Okay, good. What I do in the past, did that work? No. All right. You know, so that's, that's more so how I try to use it. Obviously, sometimes reminiscing about good memories, um, but it, Again, it's natural like, almost it's, right? yeah it's, it's natural but even mm-hmm. something like that that's that's a good way to utilize the past because if you're down and let's say you speak with someone you're you're reminiscing about about good memories you can leverage that that energy and that emotion that you just brought up to move you forward now you could also go the other direction where you bring up those good memories and now you could feel resentful and regretful for maybe something you didn't do back then. So it's very, it's very delicate. Um, it is. It's, it's a very, I guess, sensitive balance because... Yeah, and it's different for everybody. Towards, yeah, you don't want to gear towards one side more than the other. Yeah. So I, th- I, think, I think I'm more so... Oh, wow. I just had... All right. So the present, right? If I look at the present and like, let's say, let's say the present is also correlated with, like, with my center, right? Mm-hmm. So the present is going to be my operating system. I operate in the present. I leverage the past for whatever I can use. And I use the future. I also leverage the future because that's something that is going to create aspirations. That's something that's going to create, again, if you have a good mental picture of the future, that's something that's going to pull me towards a vision Mm -hmm. to act in the present to now create a picture of the future to one day become my present. Does that make sense? No, it does. It definitely does. I would even, I would even, and not trying to get off topic, but that's, that, that sounds a lot in relation to like building your future through let's say law of attraction or or constantly thinking of how your future outcome is going to look like and, and essentially willing it to happen. Um, intentionally yeah. and and actively on your day to day like oh i want my future to have this this and this i'm going to work towards this um and then eventually it happening for you through the law of attraction if those believe those don't um but the same thing is i myself like to to think when you're thinking about mentally building endurance or or getting mentally stronger it is facing the harsh reality of the situation we're in and and adapting to it without having to distract yourself um, from either looking at the past because that's already behind us or focusing too much on the future when the future is not going to be all sunshine and rainbows unless you're actively in the present. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and definitely depending on, on uh, your circumstances, I definitely think, I definitely think the future could be leveraged, especially when you're in, when you're in really bad circumstances, I mean, tying it back into tying it back into the book that, that I'm reading the future essentially for them during those really horrible times was kind of like a lifeline, mm-hmm. right? You can kind of think of it as like, like, um, like a North star, like a, like a motivation, like a North star or, yeah. or if they were, if they were drowning that little, that little thing on a rope that they Mm -hmm. throw at you. Right. Because it it explains there that when that the, like, I guess the, the inner mind of a person, like the, the only way that these, that these prisoners really made it out is, is from holding on to something that either a person they knew that they wanted to get back to or, 
or a, a future living state that they were thinking about post post the concentration camp. And it also mm-hmm. mentioned that when people let go of that hope and when people let go of that future picture of of after or or whatever whatever they were picturing in the future and they lost that they lost that hope they started to decay mentally mm. and then once they started to decay mentally they started to decay ra- more rapidly physically and then that led to a lot of people a lot of people dying because they let go first mentally and then mm. that turned rippled effect into physically and then that rippled effect into their into their death and I'm glad you mentioned that because it just shows the connection and how important it is to be mentally built for the situation and whatever is going to come towards you because that's going to affect your physical. And if your mental and your physical are both not there at where you need it to be, bro, it could be a very scary sight for you in your life. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. hearing you talk and, and hearing some of the points you're bringing up, that only that that brings me to like it sounds like almost you have certain principles or certain level of expectation for yourself where it's like you, you, you're building a mindset and, and you want to stick to that mindset. You want to be consistent with that. Is the, does that, do you agree? Disagree? I, I definitely, I definitely agree. I think, I think everyone, depending on whatever goals they have, it's going to, for for the person that you picture yourself to be, that person has a specific mindset, mm. right? Whether okay. let's say it's you 10 years from now, the rich that you picture 10 years from now has a specific mindset to be living the life that rich is living 10 years from now. That's and I think, I think we need to find out through your own self-exploration what that mindset needs to be. And I think we need to obviously create a if you can create a plan if you can't seek seek the correct advice to create a plan to tap into that mindset and i think once you need to once you get to that mindset you need to you need to protect that because if if i could think back now again this is me using the past to reflect right right <clears throat> if i can think back there was definitely some times as far as let's say academics related or college related where I felt locked in. And during those times I was locked in, I felt like everything was meant as far as mentally, everything was going my way because I was in a good state mentally. I was locked in on whatever I needed to be locked in on. The confidence was there behind decision-making and I think that if you've ever tapped into that before as a person, I would say right? like a state of flow. Yeah, like a like a state of flow, or everything was synced up, right? Mm. So tune. think about like think about everything being in tune, everything syncing up, and it's just like a straight flow of like energy, or I guess for lack of better terms, winning, right? Everything you wanted to create, you create. Everything you got, you got. And I think. I think it's possible to to live in that state. You do? Yeah. Hmm. So my goal is to find out what works for me that gets me to that mind state, right? But then once I get there, I I want to know 
how do I protect it to live in there and to mm. and to to be in that mind state, to be in that state of flow as long as possible? Obviously, you're human. You're gonna go up and down. Right, but right, I, right. I think it's for it comes it comes down to you know knowing yourself and kind of one knowing what mindset what mindset you need to have getting there and most importantly fucking staying there no that's a fact that's a good point bro i really i'm really glad you brought that up do you think that regardless of your background regardless of your situation let's say we're technically all in this coronavirus situation but regardless of your background regardless of where you come your upbringing anything like that you can build uh, that mindset to where you can protect it and eventually and have that endurance and, and be successful or create a better future or better present for yourself. That all can be built, right? Like each individual in this world can build that mentality for themselves. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think so. Um, <clears throat> the hardest part is, is no matter what situation you're going through, good or bad is, is being aware of what, what you want to take away or what you're trying to learn from that situation. Um, Because even, and like that, I haven't always thought that way. I think, I think the book that I'm reading has definitely shifted a lot because it's shown me that it's shown me that when some people had every reason to give up and to lose hope and faith that as far as, as far as, humans we look for and yearn for meaning in life and i think i think if you have the the perspective and and you look for the meaning in everything then no matter what you're going through good or bad you're going to pull something away from that and i think i honestly think that that's what we're supposed to do with every situation and I think an accumulation of that and adding on what those little nuggets that you pull from these ups and downs, these wins and losses are supposed to be kind of like a piece to the puzzle for you to find out and and kind of connect all the pieces that that really get you this this best version of yourself. Does that make sense? No, it does. I I'm just fascinated by the idea of like everybody having the the ability to build what they want to build to create that best self, right? So sometimes you hear, oh well, well it's it's extremely hard to build the person I want to be, or I'm tired of dealing with myself. Like I'm always letting myself down, or and that best self, it has to be created at some point. It, you're never gonna get to that version of yourself without taking the time to build that up. It sounds like like you're actively still doing it. I know me personally, I'm nowhere near the best version of myself, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think I've 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 learned to appreciate the process because we are gonna go up and down. We are gonna fail. I am gonna fall on my face a million times. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to 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 not be embarrassed by failing in front, in front of somebody, to not be embarrassed by being wrong uh, throughout my journey because everybody's is different. Um, mm-hmm. In that pursuit of reaching that best version of yourself. Now for me today, what I think about is the pursuit of the best version of my mentality. 
um, I, I don't know if you connect the best self to the mentality as well, because mm-hmm. I know if I have a bulletproof mindset and mentality, everything else becomes easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I connect the bullet the bulletproof men- mentality to your best self because the bulletproof mentality is going to create your best self. Mm. Like, I don't think you're going to get to your best self without having the mentality first. And I, dude, I, I, I saw something the other day that wrecked my mind because it said, um, this guy said the best version of yourself, you already are. It's just that your ego makes you believe that you're not. Or it, 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 it was something along the lines of like, the person that you want to become, you already are. It's just that you're like your ego and your mind and all those voices have you convinced that you're not. But I mean, it kind of, it kind of, I, I think the best self is, is definitely like, like we hit on the mind so much because like, I don't think you're going to get there. That's where it starts. Without the the mind is where it starts, right? Yeah. And I, I would, I think, I would 100% agree. And I think, I think when you look at it that way, <clears throat> when you look at it that way, like, like you just said before, um, I know I'm going to fail. I know I'm going to do this. Is it really failure if it's part of the process? It's, probably, it's, it's technically not. It's just lesson, right? Do you think what what would be let's say someone someone is looking to eventually get to that best self or who might consider themselves mentally weak or maybe mentally um unstable like maybe they're not satisfied with how they operate on a day to day mentally how what would be what would be something that they could possibly do or how would one go about be getting a stronger mindset you know what i mean like in steps or maybe an example of what they can possibly do. Cause there's people out there who, who have upbringings or come from certain places where that's never talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah. It might be foreign to them to listen up to, to listen and, and, and believe that, yo, I can, I can change the way I think I can change my future and my outcome by changing the way I go to day to day or, or challenging myself to think about certain things differently. Mm-hmm. It's an extremely hard thing to try to no, control your mind. Super it's hard. Imp- is super hard. That's super hard because the, I mean, in order to explain my answer, I'm going to go into a little bit as far as how the brain works. Right. Because you and I were, were 25. I'm turning 20. You're 25, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're 25. So our brains, let's say right now, have 25 years of experience. Our brains like to create patterns. Our brains like to be as efficient as possible, right? Because you only have, your brain only has so much energy. So what does it do after you've been doing something for so long, for so long, for so long? It creates that pattern that, you don't even like, for example, you don't even have to think about brushing your teeth. It's automatic. So a lot of, a lot of the things that we dissect from ourselves that we don't like, you have to understand one, how long have you been doing it? 
And if it's been multiple times of years, you got to understand that that is a pattern. And each Mm -hmm. time you do something, you make, let's say, um, let's say like a trail or a ditch or a trench. Each time you do that action, you make that trench just a little bit deeper. You make that groove just a little bit deeper, which means it's cemented in your head. It's cemented in your brain just a little bit more. So if you understand that, then I think one, you need to take, you need to take inventory of your thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. That, that starts with what, with what you said. Obviously, if, if you're not, if you're not liking where you're at or what you're thinking about, you're obviously aware of it. Two, I think you should really understand how much, how much you are aware of it. And then, and then three, really to be efficient, you need to understand what you need to understand what you can do to reverse that. So if you've done something for 10 years that you don't like, and you, you got to be realistic with the fact that if you want to implement something new, it's not going to be cemented in and it's not going to be, your brain's not going to be efficient with it in a week. Does that make sense? No, hundred percent. So if you really want to change something super fast, you need to be like ridiculously crazy with the repetition of it. I would say, yeah, I would say ridiculously crazy with taking massive action. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent correct. Because like you said, those grooves and that those years of you constantly doing a certain habit that you might now in today's day not like anymore, um, it's going to take an insane amount of focus and the same amount of mental toughness and the same amount of effort and action um, to overcome that. I think it, it can be overcome in a quicker amount of time by substituting that time with insane consistency. So every single day either thinking about how to change it or actually taking steps towards changing it that makes sense no a hundred percent that's why and a lot of people do it in different ways some people do it in like there's a there's a bunch of different ways that you can get the repetition and some people do it through journaling right and they're constantly writing what they want what what they want they're constantly writing their desires right what they're expecting other people do it through affirmations right um you know, other people write stuff on the mirror so that when they're brushing their teeth, they can they can they can put in their minds over and over again. Every time they go to the bathroom, they could put in their minds what they want to replace. Right. So like you have to you have to one, obviously you have to do something enough consciously so that it gets soaked into your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is what your brain runs out of automatically your subconscious mind or where your beliefs are at right so if your brain's running one way that's because your subconscious mind is that's what's cemented in your subconscious mind it's kind of like the programming in a computer right so a computer is not going to change until you change the programming so um i think i mean i I, sorry did i interrupt go ahead i'm sorry no you're good i was just gonna say like um if you're really about that type of change, I think the best way to really understand it is to find out how your brain works. Because once you understand 
how the brain works, then you can start creating and implementing ways that are scientifically proven to change how you think. Does that make sense? I mean, some people don't want to get that deep, but it's like, if you're honestly serious about that change, you need to understand how something works so that before you can change it. And I think once you, <clears throat> once you take a drink of water, if you have to yeah, for real. <laughs> for this Rona get me, but, uh, God forbid, but, um, I, I, I agree, bro. I think it's facts. I, I just wanted to hit on real quick before you got continue getting deep was how good of a feeling it is when you do create that, that mental toughness, when you do start feeling like you're strengthening your mindset and then you start seeing some of the results. Um, I know probably for me personally, um, that, that thought or that recognition of like, when you catch yourself overcoming a habit or, or, or reaching a certain level of, of, of your mindset being to a level where you can block out any of the distractions from what you're trying to do. It's an amazing feeling, bro. And I, and I recommend, and I, and I, and I push people to, to try it. You know what I'm saying? Like challenge yourself. Well, it might not be intermittent fasting. It might not be um, reading a bunch of books or, or looking at documentaries or shows, but find what works for you because at the end of the day, we're all different and we all have different goals and we all have different habits we're trying to overcome, but we can all benefit um, from having a stronger mindset. I, I agree. And I, I kind of want to um, go into a little bit of like David Metzler's like philosophy because um, that guy's mindset is on another level, but he basically, he, he preaches on, on, being persistent and consistent and he and he believes it's better to do it in baby steps right so his philosophy is for example let's use reading as a habit it's better to read one page every day than to read like 25 pages every three days right because he believes if you do something every single day it has the exponential factor. It has that compound effect. So reading, reading one page a day does more for your brain on a habit level than, than reading every four days. Does that make sense? You know, like mm -hmm. working out every single day for 10 minutes beats working out twice a week for an hour, you know, as far as from the framework of your mind. But I think I think it ties into something that we talked about, you know, even before before recording, where it's like, you know, where you know the mindset you want to tap into, right? So one is get to know the find out the mindset you want to tap into. I think two is start structuring something for yourself that you that you know is gonna is gonna plug you into that mindset. And then the most important part is protect, protect that mindset by marrying the process that you've now developed that gets you there to become the best version of yourself or to become, to have that proof mentality and marry that process and let go of the immediate results, bro. Because if you're really on, if you're really on this path, it's never ending. If you're really on this path, this shit is for life. You feel me? So it's like, and the, the fulfillment 
that that you were talking about the confidence that you were talking about is is in the confidence of knowing you're going to continue the process that's going to make you that best version of yourself or, or or plug you into that best mentality or or plug you into that state of flow whatever whatever you want to call it like that's where the confidence is in once once you get that ball rolling and you know you're going to do everything in your power to keep the ball rolling that's when you really start to have a crazy amount of confidence no i agree and like we mentioned earlier it, in order for all those um things at the very end which is that best self um that better future to happen it all starts mentally um it directly connects to your physical it directly connects to your outer experience if you can figure out a way to hone and 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 not necessarily control but manipulate in a positive way that that mental state um you you'll see an insane amount of benefits especially during what the times we're in right now because it's not easy i struggle every day with it um the current situation that we're in being home not being able to do outside what you actually want to do um but mentally i challenge myself on a daily basis to to not make excuses to not look at the negative side of things look at the cup half full um, it's all it's all mental, honestly. Um, some things are out of our control, but on a day-to-day basis, you'll find more than not, there's a lot more in our control than what we give credit to. And that's mentally. I mean, it's all mental to me. Um, I know it sounds like you're pretty strong with the mental too, Hector, but I just want to really make sure that we hone on and, and, and hit on that. It, it starts there. Once you take control of that and once you start to develop that part, um, things start to get a little bit better and a little easier for you. Agreed, bro. Agreed. I got nothing else to say, bro. You guys catch us later on. It's a wrap. Peace. Thank you guys again for tuning into the podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed that last episode. In order to stay tuned and keep up with the Leaving the Comfort Zone family, make sure you hit that subscribe button as well as follow us on IG. That's underscore Leaving the Comfort Zone. And once again, to show love and cop some gear, make sure you visit our website leaving the comfort zone.store. Until next time.